was that you doing a breath check? No, no, no. I brushed my teeth this <laughs> yeah, morning. That was... Me and my Colgate charcoal. Yeah, we good. We fresh. Um, yeah. Okay, Charco. He right. needed a, a deep sigh. He needed to let it out. You know, they say that's dramatic. I'm like, <sighs> mm, let it out. Let it out. Tell us all about it. No. <laughs> no. Not telling you about nothing. No. Not telling you about nothing. That's the problem. What's the problem? The problem you know. <laughs> I do talk. I do talk. I won't tell you. Let me ask you this. You. <laughs> Let me ask you this. When you, okay. So if you listening to other people, like when you, let's just say if, if I'm in the room with somebody and somebody else, you know, tell you what's, tell, say what's going on with them. And then I'm able to see how you respond to that person and what advice you may give them. And I'm like, eh, eh, ain't what I would say I don't think it's viable. Should I share my stuff with that person? If you trust them. What if they don't give good advice? Are you wanting advice or are you just wanting yeah. to listen in here? Exactly. Depends I mean, on if I tell you, you if I tell you, I'm looking for something. I'm, I'm looking for some type of advice. Maybe I'm, maybe Not I'm at a cross, maybe I'm at a crossroads. Yeah, it just depends on, if, yeah, if you're looking for advice, well, no, I still would tell them if this is a person that's a friend and I trust them, but they're giving somebody else bad advice, they just may be with them. Like, you know, how they handle you may be different from how they handle them. <laughs> so they, because everybody have their own dynamics, you know, of a relationship. So what I may say to A may not be what I say to B. So maybe that's the reason. So, so you're going to give shit If you him. trust them and they're your friend, you may still tell them. So you're gonna give them shit. You're gonna give person A shitty advice, so that person B, who's really your guy, you're gonna get him the good advice versus. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna give nobody That's just rude That's advice. Just rude. That's kind of what she but just said. I though. may not put I may not put as much energy into what I say to A, but it could be because A hard headed and ain't gonna listen, or I already want to be stupid anyway. So if you want to be stupid. I ain't finna say too much anyway. I, it may be bad advice because you bad anyway. So stupid still. <laughs> so you say you save your advice for those that's worthy of having. Yeah, that's what you say the good advice for. Yeah. Like you got to know the background of what they telling that person. Say they've been giving that person good advice for months, and the person keep on doing the opposite. Well, today you know what? Go ahead and jump out in front of the car. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad advice. Yeah. But I think Yes, didn't want to do it anyway. Right, right. You did what you want to do. I've been telling you the opposite. And today, nerdy here the conversation. And it seems like I'm giving out bad advice. I've been telling them not to do that for months, and they doing it. So get on out there. Don't ask there then. That's gonna that's gonna yeah. deter nerdy from telling you anything. I mean, well, shit, she gonna tell me well, kill myself. <laughs> well, no, because that that may not be the advice she gave you. Right. How do I know? Right. That's why I, you got to go know, based off of what I'm saying. You can't. You can't. You you have to know. You you should know that. You should know her by now. To I know only can go based off what I'm saying. It's a serious situation. That was serious. Some good advice. That was, was serious. That was serious. 
She told that man to go jump but, out. But but did you say you want advice or did you want a listening ear? Because sometimes you just want an ear. You don't want the advice. Don't nobody say. Sometimes you know you're doing wrong and you don't care about correct advice. <laughs> you just want to tell somebody like, yeah, but let's I don't get this wrong. shit up out my chest. But let's be real. Who says, hey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking for advice. Or, hey, I'm going to tell you this. And that's it. How many conversations go like that? The same person that say, I'm going to tell you this, but you can't ask no questions. No, that's different. That's different. That's different. That's totally different. That is totally different. That is totally different. That is totally different. That is totally, that is totally different. That is two different things. That is two different things. That was a good one, Lisa. Girl, no, that, that, I had to get him out and get way to go. <laughs> that is not a good one. That is some totally. That is some totally different. I'm not looking for. How advice. is it different, nerdy? How is it different? Simple, because I'm gonna uh-huh. tell. We're I'm, listening. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. That I don't need advice about, and that I don't need mm-hmm. a listening ear. This is something that I want you to know. And all I want you to do is know it, and you can't ask no questions. That's it. So therefore, you should say, "Hey, I want to holler at you about something." I'm, I, I just want to. How many conversations go like that though? How but many conversations? You since you want to say we got to pick a side, how we how we attack a situation, you should make your announcement known, so, so we so know to I, be prepared. Oh, so but if I'm looking at y'all and y'all not giving person A the best. Advice how I know y'all gonna give me Cause you probably know that Person A is full of shit so we Gonna just give person A whatever And blow them out you around you know How we operate we family <laughs> So that's why we try That's just but like you know But they be like family be the one to fuck you though No but You know that we if it's something Really serious that we gonna buckle down And give you some real true advice If it's something that we just joking about We may say after a while but then that's just like me. I keep going to Issa saying, Issa, now, uh, you know, Bobby's doing this to me. And, you know, I, I, you know, I just love him. But Bobby is just knocking my head all across the place. And mm. Issa is, you know, study, you know, saying, Lisa, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry Bobby's doing that. Seems like you need to do this. You know, let's get together. Let's put a plan. But if I keep going running back to Bobby after a while, Issa going to say, well, girl, look, now we don't try this shit and you keep running back. So keep taking your ass on back. So now you're saying she gave me some bad advice. Hell no. Issa tired. Right. I didn't Lisa to stop going to Bobby to get my, yeah, we don't did some shit to Bobby, but I keep going back because I love Bobby. We'll stay over there with Bobby and don't call me no more. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> if Nerdy has a situation, you go to, you go to Issa and you say, you know, let me run this past you. And then we all know Issa. She's going to ask 51 questions. And mm-hmm. then she, by the time you finish that, she's going to have everything. And she's going to tell you what she would do. So, but I got questions and I got advice. So you yeah, definitely so, got to give me a yeah, <laughs> Right. Yeah. She, you you got to answer all 15 questions before you get the advice. <laughs> but sometimes the questions. I got a clear understanding. Okay, I'm gonna let y'all have that one. No, come on, Larry. Watch it. I'm gonna let y'all have that one one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it 
boils down to a person that you trust because you don't tell the certain business to everybody. Like you got that friend or that family member or that crew, you know, because it may be something you don't want to be repeated or to get out. So you know who you can and can't tell that to. So when you're talking to certain people, you probably not telling as much or you keeping it real general and basic versus when you're going to to the to the crew, to the fam, to the to the bestie, to the BFL, you 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 know, you you expecting that heart that advice. So I just feel like it, it depends. You gotta know the dynamics of that person and that's not to say you going around giving bad advice to other people. But if you just overhear a scenario, you don't know what the background of it is. So that wouldn't just tear me from still going to my bestie or buddy because of what I hear them telling somebody else because I don't know the background of it but I know with me and Nerdy he always done kept the 100 with me I always done kept the 100 with him so I'm gonna still down tell him that he said me something stupid I I need to scratch him out but I'm gonna still give you the benefit of the doubt just because of our relationship and our dynamics you as long as you ain't never did it shady with me I'm not gonna base it off of what you tell him hey <laughs> hey Hey, whoever that is, hey, person mm-hmm. That's how I feel. And that's it, and that's all. Mm. <sighs> mm. Mm. Well, welcome <laughs> back to Always That Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nerdy. I'm Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Always That Podcast. Here we are. Okay. Yeah. I'll let y'all have that one. I'm not going, I'm not going, yeah. What's been up? Mm-hmm. What's been up? Oh, what's that podcast? You ain't gonna, you don't tell the no way. Huh? <laughs> but I listen. I, I do. I, I t- listen. Listen. I tell in due time. I tell in due time. Yeah, that's like true. Two years. That's true. <laughs> listen. Yeah, but like, I told you. It don't even matter no more. But I told you. you tell, it don't even matter. No but more. I told you though. But now you know. But it's like, why? Why do you even tell? Because it's like it don't even matter no more. Well, I felt that, I felt that you needed to know. <laughs> yeah. The time. Yeah. The time he had don't analyzed matter. and digested by then, so he was ready to share. Yeah, you gotta give me time to process. Yeah. Sometimes I process. See that fast. person that'll be like, I was cheating on you for two years, but I love you now, and I'm ready to act right. <laughs> <laughs> Never will I say that. Never will I say that. <laughs> He don't cheat for two years. He's yeah, but but now I'm doing right. Like, how do I process this? You bring yeah, because I'm tired. I'm tired. Right, man. it's old information. But like, I haven't cheated for like I did that two years ago. But now we in like year five. Like, I haven't been doing it in the last three years. But the first two years, yeah, I did some stuff. Like, why even tell? Because let you tell it, you're not doing it no more. So it's kind of like, but who you would think do I that? Who would, who do, would that? do that? I can see you doing it the way you provide information after the fact. <laughs> but who would who who would say, who would tell who would tell on himself saying, that, "Hey, I cheated on you two years ago." I would hope. Well, you would. You know what? Somebody would. I'm sure yeah. there's somebody out there that would. So I'm not yeah. gonna say no yeah. one would do it. Or maybe some stuff start coming out, and they yeah. like you know. Maybe they in a good place now, and they feel comfortable with being honest. Kind of like it's water under the bridge. Yeah, when you thought stuff two years ago, it really was some stuff going on. But now nah, the last four years, I've been legit. <laughs> so it makes it seem better because you know, not nerdy. So I could see somebody doing it. Yeah, not, not nerdy, not nerdy, nerdy. Never, never. Come back. Never tell yourself. 
What the fuck? Don't we're, make going, say. we're going to the grave. I like that. Like, we're going to the grave with it. I'm why rich. would I see, come that's why, back? That's why I'm coming to you for advice. To see, you don't forget what you told somebody else to confess. You going to say, we're taking this to the grave. Yeah, yeah I you. Y'all going to ride and die either. Man, we riding and die. Yeah, I ain't gonna have no love and hip hop adventures, huh? None of that <laughs> nah. shit. Nah. The way they get on there, they tell every crazy. Ain't no thing. video cameras, ain't no ain't no cell phones allowed. None yeah. of that. Give me your Taking give me your phone. Give me your phone when you come in the house. Put the yeah, put them over here. We you get them when you leave. Just a non-disclosure form. You pretty yeah. much have to do that for everything nowadays. Maybe if you don't want your stuff posted. Right, don't yeah. ask me. Don't don't ask me for the code for the Wi Fi. No. None of that shit. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> just just get what you need and get on. Don't yeah. ask me for no extra cause I ain't sharing. No. No, no, no. You can hide bodies with nerdy. He say we ain't telling. We ain't feeling <laughs> guilty. You'll never hear it again in my life. You'll never hear it again in life. You'll never hear it again in life. Like who did what was work, huh? Yo, I've I've built a lot of relationships off of that though. Where folks, I think they just <laughs> they fuck with me because they like, yo, I know I I tell him I'll never hear it again. And I'm gonna be honest oh. with you, shit. Sometimes you gotta remind me what the hell you told me because I mean it's so much shit in her. I don't want to get it mixed up. So even before you, if you start talking about it, I'm gonna be like, give me a little bit more detail because some of y'all be doing some of the same shit, and I and I can get it mixed, <laughs> and I don't want to tell uh-uh. nobody else. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, gotta give me like nah, that, that wasn't me. Look, nah, that wasn't me. That wasn't exactly what I did. No, no, no. I'm like, give me more yeah. detail. More, more detail, please. More de- okay, okay. Oh, you talking about the okay? The bitch that worked at Fire Sub. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Okay, okay. Yeah. That one. Uh, I remember uh, that one. I remember that one. Like not the one from Subway. It was Fire Sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the other sub. <laughs> The other foot long spot. Got you. So y'all gonna have to start. Got y'all gonna have to, to branch out. Go to Salada or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep. I can't keep up with everybody's secrets. I'd be like, Lord, I'm gonna have to just drop some of these. But I know what your thing song is. What's that? Alicia Keys. I won't tell. <laughs> you ain't telling no secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They safe with you. They safe with you. I fuck okay. with that song, but I don't fuck with Alicia. I like that song too. What Alicia do you? What Alicia, right? What wrong she do you? I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what's up with Alicia. She just don't. I don't know. I don't know. Really? When they be like, when they be like, oh, I'm mature and I'm more cultured. I'm just like, no, I liked you. I liked you when you was, you know, you don't know my name. Like I liked you. She had the braids on the side when she had the side braids, the signature braids. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for, you know, empowerment, enliftment, you know, uh, branching out and getting cultured and shit. But then when you start changing the way you talk and I don't know, I just. Mm. You don't like a no makeup movement? Oh, I'm fine with no makeup <laughs> movement. I'm I'm cool with her on it. I, I just don't. Uh, when I hear her talk, I just be like, why? I be like, why? I don't even like the way she be remixing some of her songs and shit. I be like, eh, eh. You know, go back. Uh, so you don't like a you don't like a now she was sweet beat. You like the old Alicia. The single yeah. heartbroken Alicia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, like I mean give like I say, give me you don't I, you don't know my name, you know. Her most deaf that video, that was dope. I mean, come on. Yeah, I just like that little video. Yeah, it seems dope. Give me that, Alicia. 
give me uh even Usher and Alicia Mabu. I was I was cool with her then. Yeah. 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 But whatever. We ain't gonna stay on it because I mean, love to Alicia's catalog. But Alicia, eh. Hi. Hi. I respect on Alicia Nine. And say what? I respect her. I respect her. <laughs> I, I respect her music catalog. If I see her in the street, I'll say hi, but I'm not going to go run and scream and be uh, a fanboy. What's wrong? She's too light skinned for you. What's wrong with Alicia? Like, like, you, know, I like, you, know, like, you know, I like to be a good light skinned girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is Alicia me? I don't think so. Is she? I don't know. I thought she I, don't know. I always thought she was black. Is she black enough? Yeah. Well, a lot of people, you know, are mixed that we don't know. Or yeah. some people are mixed, but we they, we thought they were black. So, yeah. they fall in that category. Uh, all right, so let me ask y'all check this. That out. <laughs> so, let me ask y'all this. So, I was watching Love and Hip Hop Miami. And Ace Hood wife, and, you know, I don't really want to be in women's business, but I'm for the being women's business for just a smidget of a second. So, she pretty much... Is gonna do this resort, but she only wanna do this resort for black women and black women only. She half and half. So she like her mama white, her daddy black. Princess, she invited Princess, which is Ray J wife, which is she Filipino and black. Her mama's Filipino, her dad's black. And then Amara Anegra is Dominican, but she says she has African roots or whatever the case may be. But Noriega's wife is Spanish, but she married to a black man and raising black children. Ace Hood wife, I don't even know what her name is, said it's only for black women. She This resort or this retreat or whatever they're going to is only for black women. And she feels like only black women, black women need a space for themselves and not any outside other ethnic groups. This is just for black women and black women only so that black women can empower each other. Like a black woman's club. But you haven't mm. but you have and have, so how that work? So she's identifying as a black woman even though she's mixed and she's inviting other women that are mixed as well. Correct. But Neri, because Neri is of Spanish descent, which Amara La Negra straight up said she is Dominican, but she does have dark skin. And if you aren't aware of who she is, you might mistake her for a black woman. Mm-hmm. Until she starts but, talking. Okay, so or she saying that it's for black women because depend on where you're born, what your birth certificate say who the doctor was, whatever the rule may be for that year. When I worked in the hospital, you were whatever your mom is. My nephew is whatever his mom is. So are they trying to say that all their moms are black? Because if you're trying to empower black women, and just because she is not, you guys are not fully black, so she's not black at all. So is that why she can't come? Because she don't have no black in her? I'm, I mean... I mean, technically, Nuri was inside of her, and she spit out a black child. So, I mean, okay, black so in that's that what sense. She's considered. Okay, well, so no, she's well, considered no, black, right? Neri is considered Spanish. Mm. She's Spanish, but she's married to a black man, and she doesn't black. have a black mother or father for raising black boys, right? Or and, children. Mm-hmm. And to your point, Lisa, 
uh, I know that you say that when you worked in the what's called it, they say that you are what your mother is. When I worked mm-hmm. in the when I worked in the prisons, they said the way that the birth certificate works is you are what your father is. Yep, they said that for back in the years too, until I actually seen it. My nephew is eleven. Gotcha. He is half Hispanic, so half black. His birth certificate says Hispanic. And what does he look more of, uh, Spanish or black? Well, being that my father is from Louisiana and they have all of that mixture, he looks more Spanish than black. But then if you look at my brother, he looks Spanish too. So he he on Some people mistake him from Spanish instead of being black. Right. And then I know even too, like in prison, some folks may be black, but because... They may be black, you know, because for whatever reason or whatnot. But when you look at their paperwork, there's something else. Like there was this, mm-hmm. um, there was this fat white guy. Well, he was he was a fat Mexican, but he looked white. He looked one hundred percent white, and he hung out with the Aryan Brotherhood. But then, when the Aryan Brotherhood found out that he was a Mexican, he had to go hang out with the Tango Blast, which was the Mexicans. But it was kind of like. I know in the prison situation, you kind of you kind of roll with what what folks identify you as, and then you roll mm-hmm. with that so that for your protection until you are able to get the fuck out of prison. But in that case, I mean, for women, how do y'all feel about that whole situation, or just in general, how that work? How would that how would that work? I mean, because if Amara's Dominican Spanish descent, and then yeah, she got some Afro, she got some Afro. We we know we all from everybody's from Africa. So, would you look at this as a colorism type of deal? That's kind of what I'm leaning toward. I don't. I would hate to view it that way, but it's just kind of like it doesn't make sense otherwise because we can't even say black mothers because in the case of um, what's the name um, Ray J's wife, she her mom is Filipino, right? Correct. It's Filipino. Okay, so yeah, so. Like, that kind of throws that out of the water. So, yeah, I mean, it just seems like to me, even in her case, she's black and white, but she looks predominantly black. So it seems like if you look, even if you're mixed, she's still inviting you if you look more black. But because um, Nori doesn't, you know, she has no black in her. She does, she's a lighter color, you know, um, she's uh, more, she's Hispanic descent then that's kind of like well you can't be invited we need our own space but it's like everybody's a big melting pot so I just kind of feel like you know if that's something Noy wants to be a part of you know and and wanted to be invited like that would be her decision if she chose not to attend but I don't know that she should be excluded I think it's kind of hard to say it's for black women 100% black women and then it's all these people now that you calling off to have these you know, mixtures and other descendants, all this other stuff. So it's kind of like how, where, where, where are you drawing the line at that on? I guess would be my thing. Like, how are you, how are you determining who's, who's a good fit and who's not? Because it could be somebody that's really light skinned and both got a black, you know, got black and black mom and black dad, you know, so could they potentially not be invited? You know, like it just seems like I would need to be able to understand where she's drawing the line at on that. Do you- Dig it, Agreed. I, dig it. I just thought it. I thought it was strange. I thought it was strange when she said it, and I was, 
I was kind of like, oh, okay, this this is a little strange, you know, women's business or whatnot, you know. And I wanted to see when they confronted when she conf- when she asked her about it or whatever the case, and she kind of like doubled down on it. But it's like you double down on what you said. Yeah, this is for black women and black women only. Like, but you half and half. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people. I mean, um, Juju, she's uh, mixed. She's like something and something else. I can't remember Trinidad or something else. But it's like there's a lot of people that are darker complexed, um, but they are mixed. So I'm just like, I don't know where she would be drawing the line on that. And then I did double check on Alicia, and Alicia is actually mixed. Like you said, you thought she was black. She's actually mixed. Her father is Jamaican. See, there you go. But so then, yeah, so I guess it would be at that point a colorism thing because it's kind of like, eh, eh, it's colorism. But I mean, that's something that they got to deal with. I mean, I ain't going to no women's retreat. So I just (laughs) just thought I would ask y'all because I thought that was kind of strange. I just thought that was strange. Like how we excluding people. We can't, I don't feel like exclusion in certain, in certain instances should be like that right if if we all trying to be one like you say it's one big melting pot everybody comes from different backgrounds but that doesn't mean that we can't you know build together or learn from one another and that's kind of what we all want right we want to be able to learn from each other we want to be able to understand a person's background and once we get past that um once we get past that it's i think it'll make for you know a better world one day yeah I feel like Nori probably has a lot of experiences that she could bring to the table too. You know what I'm saying? It's not just a black woman struggle. Women have struggled in general, some more than others. So I feel like it's not like Nori wouldn't be able to relate at all. Or even if she couldn't relate to the woman experience, she could learn, you know, from a black woman experience, she could learn some different things, maybe with um, dealing with her black children, you know, because, she, she is raising black boys, so she could learn, you know, different things or listen to different information about the motherhood of raising, you know, black boys. So I definitely don't think that there's nothing that she has to offer or that she can't gain from being a part of that experience. Yeah, and um, Princess kind of touched on that, too, because she was just like, uh, you know, she had to ask her mom, could she, you know, she need, she was like, her mom needed to kind of really understand her dad's side. Like she, she was going to her mom and asking her mom questions about her dad's side so that she can understand it. But I'm feeling she, she Filipino. And then even with princess, her, you know, princess said she wore ponytails because her mom didn't really know how to take care of her hair. So like, how you saying it would be beneficial to those women who are raising black children. Like, Hey, you got with a black man, and you had this black child, and vice versa. Because hey, you know some things. How many other ethnic groups know about hot combs? I mean, I know we're not still using hot combs today. I would hope not. But how do they know how to deal with the different type of hair? And I don't want to hear nobody say, "Oh, well, they can go to YouTube now." But then it's like you casting those people out for what reason? Yeah. So do you think as a man, if you were in a relationship or been in, I know you've been in different relationships with different races, do you think that it's important to make sure that the person you're dating or marrying or in a relationship with whatever understands your culture or if y'all have a child together that they understand that side of things versus 
you know, them not knowing or not having a clue and you not doing anything to get them educated, whether it's you not knowing how to do hair if it's a little girl and you linking them with your mom, your aunt, you know, how important do you think that is for the person that you're with, especially when y'all are having a child, to be able to understand both sides? 100% I think it's important on both ends, even my end too. I would want to know about her uh, background and mm-hmm. her need to know about mine because I mean, if it if the child come out with her like mine's, you know, I mean, I got a, I got a couple ponytails for you. I mean, I can't braid no hair, no shit like that. But you know, it'll be it. It's a learning experience. It's 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 something for you to gain from. It's something for you to learn and kind of like push forward in y'all. You know, and that may strengthen y'all relationship because it's like, oh, you really want to know about my background, about my culture. You really want to know, yo, I'm I'm. This is how we do things here. Yeah, show me. I'm down for that. Yo, show me how y'all cook food. Like, y'all don't cook fried chicken the way we cook fried chicken. Just saying mm-hmm. that. I know that's some sound like cliche, but, I mean, that's real, though. Like, how do y'all pray? How do how do y'all see the world, you know? Puerto Ricans, right? Puerto Ricans, the way that the Puerto Ricans are raised on their island, it's, there's no, there's light, there's light, dark Puerto Ricans, but they don't see themselves as light and dark Puerto Ricans. They see themselves as Puerto Ricans. And they're raised to, just kind of see people for who they are. Either you fuck with this person because this person is a good person or you just kind of distance yourself from this person because they have or exhibit behaviors that don't align with what you consider to be uh, qualities of a good person. And I said, damn, they doing that on the island where I fuck with you just because you have good qualities or I just, it's not that I don't 100% just don't fuck with you. I just distance myself from you. And I'm still nice and cordial to you, but I don't have to be, you don't have to be in my circle. Yeah. I like that. If we can raise a whole fucking nation like that, that'd be dope. Like, yo, I don't fuck with you because I just don't think your behaviors are that of somebody I want to be around, but I still say hi to you and say good morning to you and wave and all that good old shit. Like that's some shit from Puerto Rico that, that I learned that like, I didn't know that that's how they was raised over there. No color. That's good. That's good. And that's, I think it's very important for you, like like you said, to understand both sides, whether, I mean, sometimes it's difficult. Maybe the dad isn't in the picture anymore. The mom, you know, left and, you know, the other parent is stuck trying to explain it. But if they have an opportunity or can get in touch with some of those other family members or, you know, just so their child can understand both sides of them, because there are so many kids that, like, they're really still confused about who they are, about their heritage heritage and different things and it's like you know they're in school just hanging out with who like kind of how you said at the prison whatever I look most alike or whoever's in the neighborhood or who I mostly can relate to and they don't even understand a whole other part of their family um for different reasons Lisa you quiet over there what's going on I was listening because y'all made some great valid points that I agree with all of them I mean I think I guess I like to be nosy in no different cultures just to know. Uh, I may not know the full extent of everything, but to know something, um, you know, just a little bit. And so I think it would definitely, if you're going to have a biracial relationship, you definitely mm-hmm. need to see things on both sides and, and consider number one, you know what you're dealing with with society. Cause you know how we are. We see yeah, with a side a contagion with the, African-American men, and we looking sideways. So just think about other um, 
nationalities doing the thing, doing the same. So that you have to learn both, and you have to be comfortable uh, in being out there with both. So you're gonna have to definitely educate um, the babies with that. And with her not knowing, her not being black, she wouldn't know what those boys would have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like hearing from yeah, yeah, hearing from their 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 perspective of things and things that they may have experienced may help her with you know her boys. Yeah. So like with your nephew, do you feel like he's getting to learn or understand both sides, for example? Yes, because we beat him just like we beat every other kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does because um, when he's with his mom, they speak Spanish. Okay. Um, he actually actually try to teach us some of it. Um, so they speak Spanish. They eat their food, and then when he was when he's with us, we teach him how things are here. Um, he eats. You know, we we don't change. Um, you know, mom may make his breakfast different from ours if it's something that he wants. If it's just him too, but other than that, he eat what we eat. Mm-hmm. If it's some greens, some cornbread, some beans, he don't like beans. But if it's some greens and cornbread or something like that, he right there with it. You can't miss him. Hmm. That's he interesting. You and all of that. <laughs> but now breakfast, he may want some tortillas and some eggs and some wings. Ah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was But he say. already has chores, too, uh, because they have animals. So he has chores. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he, 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 you know, same thing as if he was here. That's George. So that's one thing I like about his mom. Um, she keeps us informed and keeps us involved. And, you know, even though her and my brother are not together, you know, she even comes to some of the family functions. And we actually go to some of theirs and uh, feel welcome and learn from it. So Makes sense. I think it they're lost if they didn't let her come in. Makes sense. Excellent. Cool. Well, I, I mean, that was kind of deep. We kind of digged. <laughs> deep in that one. Stuck your foot in yeah. that one. Well, I'm out of ladies. I'm out of women's business now. So, you know, go for it. You out of business? Nerdy, you dated a lot of cultures. Did you always get to understand the other side? <laughs> uh, I tried my best. I think that was like, I, I felt like that was like a key point in that. For me to kind of like see what they see where they was going. Okay. Think more people I used to say that. that I wanted to give me a Hispanic man. <laughs> Why? Why? Be ready to be submissive. Because <laughs> I want to, I, look. I want to see what they were all about. Could all of the bad stuff couldn't be real now? There had to be some good ones out there. So you know they I, said that they're possessive and. Can be abusive. Well, to me, that's the, you know, if you're weak will on any person that has that mentality, will push it. But yeah, I just want to see what it was like. Uh, that was in my younger days. That was in my younger sister. I don't think so that now, was... you, now you're not interested anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all I mean, y'all if, like... it, if it happened to be the right one. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah, I would still consider it. If, it's, if I feel that that would be the right person, that's the person that I connect with, have a great time with, can teach with. He's awesome. He's 
everything on the list, well, not everything on the list, but the majority of what's on the list that I feel that I can handle, yeah, I'll travel and kick it with awesome. Lisa said she's staying open-minded. Yeah. You should. It'd be, it's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> You've had fun. You've had some fun with that. Yeah. From experience. You've yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Sweet, nice African East girl. Woo. Man. Ghana. Good God. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm going to sit here. Sound like you reminiscing over there. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm sit here. That's what I'm about to do for a hot second. I'm going to let y'all take this, yo. Just give me a minute or two. Uh-uh. Give me a minute. Uh-uh. He going to reminisce for a hot second. And <laughs> that was Lisa, <laughs> Trina, Aisha, Tina. Have <laughs> <laughs> a little reminisce. Man, what are you telling me? On the love we had type of thing. Going to be cool. trying to sit back in the cut and stuff. Nerdy, don't be trying to sit back and have a moment. Why can't have a okay. moment? No, because you know now is not the time. We need people stepping up and and speaking up. Let me ask you guys this: How do y'all feel about? Have y'all heard about the the police officer um, in Ohio that stopped the man, the paraplegic Have y'all heard anything about that? I'm sorry, dude. I what? heard a little bit about it. But not much. Say it again. I just want to know what the hell was wrong with the police officer. If the man is telling you his legs don't work, Nerdy, have you heard anything about that story? Say that one more time. The the what I I, I wait, wait. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Yeah, so you clear your throat. <laughs> the police. Uh, uh, there's a in I uh, in Ohio. There's a police. Um, officer that forcibly pulled a paraplegic man out the car. The man <laughs> kept telling him that his legs didn't work. Lady, don't laugh because I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm not understanding. What part did you not? Did you think the man was lying? So we just get di- we just get disrespectful on a whole on a whole new level. Yeah, you know. Is that, is they that what we're doing? Discriminate against your handicap now. <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed to do? I mean, all right. So he just, I mean, was like when he pulled him out. What I mean, what did the walk me through it? What happened? <laughs> he threw him, he, he pulled him out and threw him on the ground. Did he tell him get up? <laughs> no, he didn't get out of the car. <laughs> nope, he did uh, not. I didn't recall seeing anything about him telling him to get up. So let me ask you this: So if mm-hmm. if if he pull if he pulled him out the car, threw him on the ground, and asked him to get up, and he didn't get up, that would mean that the person that was on the ground, the paraplegic, would be non-compliant to what the officer is asking him, right? Mm-hmm. That would be correct. So then, don't the paraplegics? If, if if his lower half doesn't work, there's some type of contraption in his car to help him, you know, operate the gas and operate the brake so that the officer, mm-hmm. when he dragged him out of the vehicle, he sh- would have, should have saw that, right? Sure. Yeah. Because it's normally like a boy thing that I've seen in cars before. Mm-hmm. So we just bypassed all of that 
equipment that mm-hmm. would have been right there in the car and just yanked a man out of the vehicle, threw him on the ground, and then told him to get up. Yeah. He yeah. wanted them out so they could sniff for drugs. And the men say, I can't get after. My mm. thing is, as an officer, how often are you getting, you know, we know people, a lot of officers that say different things. So you just get that lie a lot. Oh, I'm paraplegic. I can't get out. And so you just figured, nah, you lying. So I'm going to drag you out. Like, but you got what equipment. was your, right. What was your bias for not believing him? I'm sure he probably got a handicap sticker sign. Like you said, probably has the bar, some type of equipment to help um, with pushing on the pedals. So, like, why did it even have to come to that? Like, did we have a follow-up of how that ended? Did he beat him up? Is there a lawsuit? Like, what's going on? Yep, there is a lawsuit. He pulled him out by his shoulders and his dreadlocks. Um, He called for the supervisor um, before getting out the car. Uh Um, Uh-huh. When they were dragging him out the car, he was screaming, asking uh, for somebody to help him. Oh, shit, so this was multiple officers uh-huh. with S. Yeah, and the officer uh, pressed him against the pavement and put one knee in his back. So we're going to call he, this. And, the, and uh, he kept pleading for help. And we, uh, is it safe to assume, is it, is this safe to assume, to assume that this officer was of Anglo descent? <laughs> if so, we just going to call this another <laughs> FWP. Fucking white people, because <laughs> let's see, his name was yeah. Clifford Owensby. Oh, that's white. Mm-hmm. That's white as shit. And and this paraplegic person was of African descent. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Damn. I mean, here we go. Let's let's take that. And African. y'all, if y'all look at the video, you could tell by his feet something ain't right. Um, okay, but you know they what? They pulled his shoes off and everything. Why the fuck would you pull they his shoes off? They dragged him and threw his shoe back into the car. The fact that it's multiple, the fact that it's multiple, the fact that it's multiple fucking police officers that did this. This is, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. They said he was, ver- he was being verbally non-compliant. <laughs> Yo, I, I love these body cams though. I I love these body cams. Oh damn, they show did drag his ass out by his. Oh wow, yep, two white. Mm-hmm. It's two white men. I know the moms. The moms white. So y'all couldn't handle this situation, like y'all can't over drugs. Like I'm just saying, I'm not saying drugs is not serious, but this not no. We pulling you over because you a suspected oh, that's three. murderer. And there's like three police mm-hmm. officers. No, that dude right there. He white. Mm-hmm. He's gonna tase you. Yo, he can't even, like, yo, he ain't even faking that. Them legs ain't moving. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm watching it right now. Yeah. Um, he, oh, uh, no, Clifford Owensby is the man. He not white. Clifford Owensby is the, uh. Is the guy? Paraplegic. Okay, yeah. my bad, my bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two officers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, this this, this horrible. This is crazy. And he not even resisting, but you got to be this aggressive with a person. You gotta be this aggressive with a person. The fact that, okay. oh yeah, you can tell that you can, you can tell that there's no movement in his legs. Look at the way that they are. Grabbing somebody by their hair, like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, they. Th- I see what you're talking about. Where they threw the shoe back in the car, they dragged. They pretty much dragged him and put him in the car. Mm-hmm. A full again. And that was a nice little car, wasn't it? 
For what reason? Because what reason is husband and husband If they said they smelled it or nothing. So what was your point? Was it because they, of the car he was driving? They said he was suspected of a drug house in the area with a white Audi that was, and he was, he was, a white Audi was seen leaving that house. So that's what prompted them to pull him over. Mm. Ran his information and found that he had a felony drug and weapon history. So, what that mean? Nothing. I'm just reading. People, people, people can't change. Well. Right. Yeah, I, I hope justice is served. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. That's horrible. Put your hands in the air. That's horrible. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that's horrible. So you, I don't know, man. So uh, oh, and they said his three-year-old son was in the back of the car. Oh wow. See, that be that trauma. So you just be doing this type of stuff in front of people's kids. They just trying to they they creating. So I get I get where he say he don't even feel like a citizen. So it's kind of like what a lot of what's been going on here lately, even with the Chappelle fucking special, and then even with the John Gruden, what John Gruden said, or uh, all of that. It's like if it's black, it don't really fucking matter. But if it's something else then it matters he a paraplegic you didn't give two shits it's he got dreads he driving a car he probably shouldn't be having he don't look like he he don't look the part he driving a nice car i smell drugs you came from a alleged drug house i'm for the for the yank your ass out of her even though i'm a paraplegic and then the fact that i know that officers when they walk up to my car uh in the past they walked up to my car and they flashed the light to see if there was somebody in the back seat. This was during the daytime, so I mean, even if you asked them for license and registrations, you looked in the back of the car and you saw that his child was back there. So it's like we don't give a shit. Right. We just gonna do this in front of your child. And that's just what that is. Yeah, reading it is just bad. It says that the officers asked told him they would help him get out of the car twice. And he told him that, you know, that wasn't going to be a good idea. You know, that probably wasn't going to work, them trying to help them get out of the car. And, yeah, after they ended up dragging him out and handcuffed him, they dragged him to the police cruiser. Mm-hmm. They did. The video and, fa- and found cash containing in his car of $22,450. Okay. Okay. I can't have a look. <laughs> The, po- the police the police dog alerted the officers that the money had been in close proximity to illegal drugs. <laughs> uh what? They, yeah. la- they, they so, Lassie? That's Lassie? They got Lassie? So I guess Lassie could smell that drugs had been around the money. Money transfers from some of everywhere. So I'm still just like really not following the narrative. Like regardless of what y'all found in his car, the way y'all handled him before finding this in his car is the problem. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the problem. That's cold-blooded. <clears throat> he got charged with ha- with two misdemeanors, having tinted windows and failing to have his son in a car seat. But you're charged with no drug related offenses. But you dragged him. 
I don't understand. Well, they get And they said that it is not a crime to have thousands of dollars in cash. That is true. Never known. Mm-hmm. Never known that. I wanted I wanted to get his money back though. Because you know they normally take that shit into evidence. Yeah, that's what they do. Right. They'll take they'll mm-hmm. take they'll take everything in the vehicle and they'll if it they're classified as evidence, they'll put it in the evidence room and then there's a process in order for you to get your money back. Well right. he should have it back since all y'all charged me with was having tenant windows and failure to have my son in a car seat. Yeah, but y'all didn't charge me with a drug charge or anything to say that my money was illegal. Yeah, but there's a whole process to get that back. To just get basic items back. Yeah, you, they should, like when they do the booking. But that, I mean, even if you charge with that, they're not giving you, I mean, with the tinted windows, that's a ticket. Tinted windows is a ticket. Not having your kid in a car seat is a ticket. That's two tickets. You shouldn't be booked in process for that. Yeah, that's crazy. But I mean, hey, I mean, we real crazy. It's, how do y'all feel about being, you know, how do y'all feel about when y'all hear all of this? It's more of the bigger pit. I guess what the bigger the elephant in the room is where we just keep on ignoring. We black folks are being ignored. Yeah, like we're not learning nothing. No matter how bad the story is, no matter how many RIPs, no matter how many lawsuits. Uh, murals, everything, the uh, protest. It's just like nobody's learning. The same behavior is just being repeated over and over and over again. It's like they're not learning from their mistakes. It's always justified because you black. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just let me throw something at you and kind of brush it over and hope it dies down. So that's just like, you know, the other was the little celebration they had, not little, I don't mean little, um, the celebration they had a few weeks ago for their young lady um, that was shot by the police officer. They continue to do it to not let it die because we oftentimes, oh, it's in the highlights for now. Mm-hmm. But okay, now we don't have enough of it. Now let us just scoot it on over here because we don't deal with it long enough now. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. Or a lot of people believe in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, let me throw some coins at you and see if I can get you to go away. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I watched this uh, video the other day on YouTube, right? And it was talking about the brilliance of Dave Chappelle. And it was about his joke, which said, How old is 15? And they break down um, what was the girl in Utah who got kidnapped? Uh, something Casey and she was literally eight miles from where she lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, Casey, Anthony, Anthony, Casey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh-huh. when, he, when he, when he was telling that, when he was telling those jokes or when he was setting that joke up and asking how old is 15. And he told the other story about two other, about two other black girls and one black boy, right? One black boy, the black boy, he did. Uh, he was twelve. He did a wrestling move. He did a wrestling move on on this the neighbor's kid, and the kid died. They tried him when he was fifteen. Gave him life. They over later on. They end up overturning it and then gave him uh like probation and some other bullshit. But he was twelve when he was twelve when the incident happened, and it was just an accident. But they waited till he was fifteen to try him. And they gave him 15 years. 
I mean, they gave him life, and then they came back and reduced it because, of course, he was 15. There was a eight-year-old girl who had was in Philly. Some crackheads had kidnapped her, tied her up, and put left, left her in his house. She chewed through the rope, got out, screamed, helped, screamed for help. Uh, some of the kids here, some other kids playing outside. They came, got uh, they broke they you know they broke the little window. She got out, and they flagged down the police car that just so happened to be in the area. Told them what was happening. They arrested the two crackheads that had kidnapped her. Casey Anthony was 15 years old. The white people that kidnapped her left her alone at periods of time, and she didn't scream for help or anything like that. So, like, that whole deal where they were saying those three cases with the black people, the, with those three black children, the ones that got, you know, they was kidnapped or whatever, mm-hmm. they didn't get no media. They didn't get no strong media push. That that Casey Anthony, everybody knows her. Her name is still remembered. Uh, that, that's why I, was it, uh, oh, is it Amber? Because they said that's kind of like where the Amber Alert deal came from, from her or whatever the case may be or something. I don't know. But when we're missing, it don't fucking matter. But when white women or white people are missing, it's all the fucking rave. It's all the fucking rage. Hey, this, that, and the third. Like they were saying, the other, the white lady that was the YouTuber who was uh, who was missing recently said the only reason why, um, the only, the, only, the only reason why it was made such public was because she was white. And because she had popularity on YouTube, had that would have been a black person, nobody would have cared. So I don't know. Like they keep on saying that we black people, they keep showing, they keep they they keep showing us in different ways. Like how many times do we have to tell y'all that y'all don't fucking matter? So like the John Gruden shit with the NFL. All these emails that came out and they was like, okay, he was saying some negative comments or he was saying some racial slurs towards a black person, a black uh, player or whatever the case may be. Then people forgave him one day and then the next day when the other emails came out about the homophobic, uh, the, the, the homosexual comments and then the um, comments toward the women, they had to fire his ass. He had to resign. They had to get him the fuck out of there. X, Y, Z. It was okay to let him continue to coach when he just made comments about a black person. But when he started making comments about the people in the LGBTQ and women, now that's where we draw the line at. Wrong is wrong. But we can't do it. I guess we can't do it for one minority group and not do it for all. But it seemed Mm -hmm. like the black folks, we just keep, they keep showing us different ways. Like, yeah, y'all don't fucking matter. We don't give a shit. And I, and it's like society in the news media helps push that narrative. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It just seems like it constantly gets overlooked. I was following the story with the YouTube girl. And when she came up missing, it was like, such a, you know, it was a big deal. It was everywhere. And I'm still having trouble believing that the boyfriend is now dead, but they found remains. But 
try not to get myself too wrapped up into that, but I still got questions about that and need to do some more follow-up. But then I know that's what the mother of the Jelani Davis case was saying when her black son was missing and was later found dead in the near, in a lake. She was just like, you know, I, you know, she wasn't trying to downplay what was being done to find, to find Gabby. She was just basically saying, my son's missing too. My son needs that same media attention as, you know, that they're giving to Gabby. My son needs that same attention. Like, I want my son found as well too. And that's when it starts getting into the, you know, race things. Like, why is one situation or scenario more important than another one? Or, you know, like all of it should have the same attention. Like she was missing. She was, you know, she wasn't a kid. It wasn't an Amber alert. She was on a trip with her boyfriend and she was missing. He's a college student. Um, and he was missing. Like it's somebody's child, regardless of how old they are, whether they 15 or whether they 21, 25. And she was just wanting her son, you know, and the same urgency and resources for her son is what was being given to the Gabby case. See. It don't make no sense. But like I said, they keep on finding different ways to let us know. These missing cases, I feel like people go missing every fucking day. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why we don't hear more about people missing. I mean, we pull out a search party for a two-year-old. Like, I, I don't know if y'all heard that a couple of weeks ago. There was a two-year-old. Um, they had just came home, and basically they was unloading a vehicle. The dog had ran off in the two-year-old. I think he was either two or three, ran off to chase the dog and was gone for four fucking days. Was missing. Oh, I remember seeing that. Missing for yeah. four um, fucking days. And then uh, I guess like the dog came back, but the kid didn't come back. So they out there looking, they got the search crews, they got everybody searching. And one of the neighbors found him. That's a three-year-old. That's a two, two, two or three-year-old, however, however old he was, out there for four days. Three, 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 three and a half or whatever, four days by himself. And like all of those resources where everybody got out there and started looking, why we can't do that? I mean, why we can't use, we got all this technology, it's cameras all over the fucking place. We can't use the facial mm-hmm. recognition to say, hey, this is where this coordinate this person's last uh, whereabouts or whatever. Hey, this person was here. From here they left and they went XYZ. We see the shit in the movies. We know we got the technology. In our fin- at our fingertips today, why we can't do it. Yeah. We say we want to solve these crimes and, you know, all these resources and stuff. And, you know, people was having the whole thing about, you know, getting rid of the police or revising that. And it's like the things that should be done um, and should be looked into, there's still, like, no resolution. And with all the technology and stuff we see on forensic files and everywhere else, like like you said, there's drones and, you know, just all type of stuff to be able to look into stuff and to find stuff. But it's just like all of these cases just go unsolved. And a lot of a lot of the cases are black cases. I was reading it the other day. A mom in Texas was still saying that, you know, her son's uh, car was found burnt and he had, this, this is like the second or third year and they still have no, you know, no resolution, nothing resolved. You know, her son had no record, wasn't involved in any type of, you know, strange activity or anything, left the house to go to work, was a football player, outstanding college, you know, uh, high school and college student or whatever. And it's just like up and missing, still no leads, still no information. So it's just kind of like, 
you know, I know they'll always say, oh, well, we're relying on the community or we're hoping somebody will come forward. But even without people coming forward, we see all the time in crime shows that a lot of times it's just how much energy y'all put into it. Forensic files, it don't be nobody coming forward. It be DNA. Oh, it had the same carpet uh, that was found in such and such car. I mean, like, it's crazy the way that they can solve things, you know, like, just you wouldn't believe you could burn down the whole house and it still could be evidence of how it happened and who did it. And so it's just like, I just be wondering how is it determined how much energy is put into resolving whose issue? And some of these issues aren't that complex. They little, you know, little, little blow Joe incidents where, I mean, we could solve them, you know, like everything isn't as intense as what we see on TV. Some of this stuff is just not doing the legwork. Right, and old girl name wasn't Casey Anthony. It was uh, Elizabeth Smart, my bad. <laughs> Two different, Two different was, people. What was her name? Elizabeth Smart. Yeah, Elizabeth Smart. Oh, I, don't, Elizabeth I don't know Smart. how I mixed okay. I don't know how I mixed that up with that. I mean, yeesh. <laughs> but that's cool. Well, you came to rectify sex progression. Right. But Issa, you said one point two. They say they're relying on the community. We too have to do our part. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes, because you know, we sometimes don't want to get involved or don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a snitch. Right, mm-hmm. right. But that. again, these parents, you know, you know, babies are lost or don't, they don't have any closure for yeah. years. That's a hard pill to swallow. Every yeah. Day. Every day is a hard pill. <clears throat> like, you, your kid ain't coming home. How's that? How's I mean shit? I'm turning I'm turning the motherfucker up. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's just me. I'm turning every fucking thing up. I'm calling the police. Ain't no stone gonna be unturned. We gonna we gonna find my fucking kid, and it still better be a fucking alive too. At that, if they not, shh. that's what I was about to say. Make it even worse. Like finding the body and not having closure. And then the ones where there is nobody and you just think that your child is gone, snatched, given a new name in underground trafficking, like those two scenarios are, you know, terrible. Either way, you don't have closure. They did and you don't know what happened or what led up to it. Or they gone and they missing and you 10 and 15 years later still hoping and believing and hoping that they out there somewhere alive. Like, that's a hard pill to swallow, you know, to just not know. Right. Don't nobody want to. Don't nobody want to do that. Don't nobody want to go through that. Yeah. I don't. I can't even imagine going through some shit like that. But I know. Mm-hmm. I'm turning some shit up. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's just me. <laughs> what you want me to do? Hmm. What you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Me to hmm. But that's people. That's that's. I mean, that's where we at. One day we'll yep. get past. One day we'll get past all this shit, and we'll we'll just look for, we'll look at people for who who they actually are, what they about, what their behaviors, what they person. You know, we won't be judging. Everybody don't want to say that they don't judge, but I feel like they do judge. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people feel like you know, oh, um, you know, we are involved, or like to Lisa's point, the community needs to get more involved. But people, the stuff happen all the time where people, like I said, these aren't difficult crimes to solve and people aren't getting involved, just like the lady in Philly getting raped on the train and people standing by just watching, holding up their camera phones 
in the direction. No one reaching out to 911 or doing anything like you think that people have this kind heart and that they're going to take action. And you could be in the midst of people that sit by and watch you be raped or a crime be committed against you and not, not even call the police. Even if you're scared to get involved, you're not going to even call the police. We got to get away from that today. Like how we letting crimes, how we letting crimes happen. And we, as people just standing by and not doing shit about it. First of all, that's, did you say exposure. holding the phone in the direction of it? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they were actually videoing or it appeared, you know, from what they could see on the train cameras that maybe those people were videoing the action. But you know that this woman is being raped. It said that she was un- unconscious at times. So, like, she don't even know what happened to her. It don't even appear that she ended up knowing this man. And I think the only reason why he ended up being stopped was, like, the train security or something may have ended up getting involved and ended up calling the police and they did catch him. But it's like several bystanders were right there on the train with her. None of the, none of the cell phone calls came from any of those people's phone. And I'm just like, we want people to get involved when it's our son, our brother, our nephew, our uncle, but we didn't, this is a crime that was a open and shut case that innocent bystanders had all the tools and ability to be able to solve and to even just stop it from happening. Luckily, this is they were able to obtain and catch this person, but it wasn't by what we would think our peers, our people that we're around each day. And, I mean, we're all in situations where we may be scared or we don't know what we would really do. But I'm just like, with all the technology, just, just calling 911 alerting that someone is being harmed, like, that's terrified terrifying to know I could be a woman on a train and no one may come to my defense and someone's raping me. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's nasty. That's just nasty. That's nasty. But I held up my phone. Right. I held up my phone, though. You know, we're not even talking about, I know a lot of people got flagged uh, the girl got a lot of flack for the police, you know, for videoing the police crime when it happened um, a while back. You know, different bystanders have got harmed, have, you know, got a, caught a lot of flack. Oh, why you didn't do nothing to the police officer? Why you didn't get involved? This is totally different. This isn't a police officer. This isn't um, uh, them intervening in a crime where the police officer wrongs or right. This is just a, a criminal that's raping a person, and y'all are just standing there and, and videoing. And right there, like, Yes, on a train, on a train. And I'm just like, imagine, um, I was reading something recently where it was like women were saying, uh, they were saying if there were no men in the world, what would you do for 24 hours, asking women what they would do? And I mean, we know women commit crimes too, so not to not to take away from that, but it was just speaking to women, asking them what are the things that they would do at night if, you know, there were no men in the world for 24 hours. And you would be surprised the type of responses that women were saying. They were saying things like, I would go on a walk at night and not feel scared. Um, me and my best friend would go to the, would, uh, you know, go to the movies or go out uh, late for a night, look at the stars without needing to take our male friends along for protection. You know, like the things that you thought women would be saying if, you know, there were no men in the work, like that was the farthest thing from it. Um, I would wear a short skirt and not worry that I may be attacked. Uh, you know, like those were the type of answers that people were giving, you know, about, you know, them being scared to do certain normal things that they should be able to do without being in fear, but that they don't because of 
reasons of being attacked. And then here we talking about a woman that was just on a train, you know, doing none of those things, just, you know, commuting or whatever she was needing to do coming from work. And we have innocent bystanders that won't even look out for her. So it's just, it's just crazy of what people have came to be. But when they're on the flip side and in these situations, you got to think about what you would want somebody to do if that was your daughter on that train or your mother or your grandmother. And people just like, just too busy videoing, videoing for social media or for likes or for views and somebody being attacked. That woman going to be traumatized for the rest of her life that she was getting raped on the train with several people watching and no one taking action. But they need to ban. I know they be telling people, I know they be making folks take, take some of that shit down. But it was just like, what, a few years ago, uh, these two dudes, they was racing on fucking 20, and they wrecked the car. And when they wrecked their car, instead of people helping them get out the car, they were sitting there recording it. And you actually saw one of the guys take his last breath, and you recorded it. Like, instead of you calling the police, you recording, you could have helped this person. Like, they tell you mm-hmm. in an emergency, every fucking second counts. So calling the police, calling the ambulance, getting somebody out there to try to help these people, you could have helped save a life. Instead, you want to do it for the ground. Like you saying, this is that shit right there. Um, I don't even know how you begin. I don't even, I can't wrap my mind around how you would even attempt to rape a woman in broad day, like, on, a, on public transportation. I can't even fathom that. Like, I don't even know how that happens. I don't, my mind can't even say what series of events because at some point it's not like she was sitting in his lap and then he did it. There had to be some type of altercation. Even if even if there was some type of altercation, somebody, it's a woman, it's, it's, it's another human being being touched in a way or being you know, abused in a way that they don't want to, if they're telling you no, or they're saying no, or there's some type of resistance and that person's trying to get away from that other person. I believe that it's our human right to kind of like step in and, you know, kind of intervene and saying, Hey, separate these two and let's figure out what the hell's going on here. We can separate them to find out what's going on and then go from there. But as far as me taking my phone, I see this chick getting plowed on the, on the train and she's not, she's not for it. Then no, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I, I can't. I can't stand by that. Everybody that was watching, anybody that was on that train at any given time, they, um, if they can identify the people, if they can identify the people who were on the train uh, that was recording, they should be arrested as well. In my, in, in my opinion, I agree because that's just wrong to sit there and watch it happen. Yeah, and, and, and you know, didn't you say at one point she passed out too. Yeah, they're saying she was unconscious at times, and I don't know if that was, you know, we don't know what underlying condition she could have had that made her pass out, you know, or maybe he had something that, you know, he rubbed, or you know how they have different things that can knock you out. But they did say that she was unconscious at times, and so it's just like, did y'all think y'all was videoing somebody having willingful sex? I'm sure you could tell that this person seems passed out or not engaged or, you know, mm-hmm. however it was taking place. Like, it wouldn't be appropriate for the train, even if it, even if she was, you know, alert and this was her boyfriend or something that was going on. So I'm like, for y'all not to at least call? Like, that's what 
I guess bothered me the most, like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe it was another woman on the plane or maybe you were scared to push him off or jump into action, you know, okay, I'm not saying you were Superman or Batgirl of the day, but you didn't even, there was no calls made to the police department. Hey, I'm on the train. I see a man, um, you know, raping a woman or things like the woman may be unconscious or, you know, just, just reporting that something is not going, you know, something looks suspicious. And that the train, this is the train you're on, and that this needs to be reported. Like, that's the least you could do. If you're scared to get involved, but to not even make the call, I think that's just what put the icing on the cake for me. Like, where was you're Karen not even going to call. Where was Karen at? Hmm. She wasn't on the train that night. What was Karen? Yeah, she called an earlier train. train. She called on everything else. Where she was at? Yeah, she called an earlier train that day. <laughs> I know this is not a funny situation, but you know what? You know what this brings me back to. This brings me back to that um, story that we had talked about on this show um, about the girl that was in the club, in that Atlanta club, and she was getting and she was getting uh, raped in that Atlanta club. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a story that you had broke, and it was just kind of like, damn, like it happened in broad daylight. That wouldn't happen in a nightclub. Nobody tried to help this chick. Nobody tried to help yeah. either woman. And like how you say with those responses, uh, I can understand why. It's, it, it, I mean, it, seem, it seems like at times we don't protect women. And no. I don't see how. But I don't think at this point, if I really look at it, the way I'm looking at it, we're not protecting ourselves, period. We're not protecting, no. we're not protecting the human race whatsoever because we'll let certain things slide, but then other things, we just like, eh, whatever. And stop always thinking you catching a juicy story or, you know, like, oh, look at them. They over there screwing. They over there doing this. Like, stop thinking you catching a juicy story and go see if a person is actually okay. You know, they could be drugged, tired of their mind, don't know what's going on. And you, you know, like, I remember that story. It was like dudes standing around in a circle and it's like y'all thinking this or oh, we running a train or this type of situation and this girl is like out of it, doesn't have a clue what's going on. She's being raped, can't get away, can't get removed from the situation. Y'all kind of covering it up, you know, by forming this circle and everybody can't see it in the club and I'm just like, we got to get away from always thinking, oh, this person trying to, you know, be a hoe or they on some freaky stuff or, you know, this or that, like, Stop thinking that it's something you catching some tea or some juicy and not knowing that like crimes are actually being committed. Right. And then the fact that y'all say that old girl passed out on the train and I'm going to get off of this because I don't want to stay on it too long. But if she was unconscious from what I'm understanding, from, from, from my experience, anybody that's unconscious looks lifeless. Yep. So if a person looks lifeless and you see somebody fornicating with a person that looks lifeless there is a there, there's something wrong there's something wrong just hands down something's wrong we got something light <laughs> we got something mm-hmm. like that was heavy that's heavy mm-hmm. i mean it's it's sad that it happened i hope that you know she's gonna need some therapy she's gonna need some therapy mm-hmm. i hope they go back run the cameras back i hope they find those people who were recording and i hope they I don't. I mean, I hope they do something to them. I hope they get arrested. I hope they get a fine or something because, I mean, at that point, aren't you an accessory to the crime because you were recording the crime? I mean, that's, yep. that. I mean, you didn't do nothing to stop it. 
Exactly. You didn't even report it. Yeah, that's fucked. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Oh gosh. Uh, we got something light. Anybody got uh, a lighter story? Anything? Uh, no, no, anything at all. Hmm. I know. I, I want to know how long should you celebrate your birthday? Uh, four months. A full month. Four month. I'm gonna just let you know. Uh, unfortunately, I have the shortest month in the year, but uh, four month. Should it be every day? Every fucking day. Mm. Nonstop. Keep going. Why not? You here? Drake drinking and everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Whatever you, whatever your vice is, so, whatever you want. So to for do. the month of your birthday, somebody should give you a pack of BC powder as a gift. Sound like it. for your hangovers. If that's what you into, yeah. <laughs> 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 Stop what do you really use for a hangover? Uh, I drink some more. I need one of them dudes. I need one of them dudes like John Goodman off a of flight. I need I need somebody to come in and tell me, hey, drink this, take this. This gonna this gonna level you out and get you right back to where you need to be, so that you can be a functioning human being. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all ever seen that movie, but that. Yo, John Goodman is my guy. I like him. <laughs> he played that part. He was like a white street pharmacist. Like, hey, I can get you right. You you hungover? Drink this. Take this. Put this pill. All right, swerve this, and then take this in fifteen minutes, and you're gonna be good to go. Cause boy, Denzel Denzel was fucked up in that movie, but he had him. Uh, he had him right. <laughs> what movie was that? Flight. Okay, I thought I had seen part of that before. Yeah, yo, you gotta watch it. John Goodman, John Goodman got some roles where I think people overlook him, but yo, that role right there, yo, I bought it. I bought that role. Like, I ain't think about him in oh, Rose. Wow. I ain't think about him in Roseanne, Blues Brothers, or nothing else. That that, that <laughs> I don't think he was. In, yeah. I don't know what you take for a hangover. I try to stay away from hangovers because once you there, it's just. It's just hard to return. <laughs> just, it's just uh, you know, you gotta eat and balance out the drink so that you don't get to that level. I'm more of a preventative at this point. And eating, you got to eat. You have to eat when you're having these drinks to like balance it out. That's that's where I'm at on it. It can't be preventative if you have bullies that tell you to continue. Well, you got to eat. You got to eat with the bullies. You can't just <laughs> let the bullies make you drink. The bullies got to have food to go with the drink. That's the only way that um, that it's going to make sense because otherwise you, the room is going to be spinning. And I remember college days when I'm like, the room is spinning. The room <laughs> is spinning. <laughs> the room is spinning. Like, it's just, I don't know. I just never like how I feel after the fact. So I try to not go there, not go there, not to where it's hangover. You know, you may be dragging a little bit, need an extra cup of water the next morning, but not where it's full blown, head hurting, vomiting, like, oh, mm-mm. Pop you some excitement, mm-hmm. too. I don't think it's the vomiting, so thank you. That's the big Yeah. Now, the headache, yeah. I have not what be like, wait a minute, let me lay that down and see if I can sleep this off. I you get up yeah. and your stomach be hot. So you be trying to find bread and crackers mm-hmm. before you drink coffee and all that. Yeah. No, I do. I take a right before I lay down before my uh, last piss of the night. When I'm when yeah, I'm they do say that too. Go ahead and take some headache medicine before you even lay down. Like keep it by the nightstand, whatever. Take it before you lay down, and then it'll lessen up it. 
Yeah, because mm. I, I don't wake I don't wake up with no headache, uh, with no hangovers no more. Yeah, okay. or uh, or get the infusion where them people come by your house and they give you them what nurse saying, but the infusion and right they come by your house and do a little IV on you and hey. you know get the get the right electrolytes going in you to uh, <laughs> get you get you from being that hangover level. Can you mm-hmm. do that? That's all right. I drink water. Water don't be doing. Uh, nah, sometimes you need some Gatorade. Water or something doing. like that. Get you one of them little body armors. Drink one of those. Yeah, yeah. Keep coming in. What, but, what nah. was that one drink y'all was drinking one time that was supposed to be? Wasn't that supposed to be for hangovers? It was like a little bottle. It was something okay. nerdy was drinking. Yeah. So well, well, what we found out is that those make you a little bit. Yeah, they gonna yeah they gonna help you out with your hangover, but they also gonna uh, intensify how you are as a as a as a drunk. Oh. Mm-hmm. It intensifies because we we was a little bit more aggressive. Uh, we kind of look when when you kind of look look at it, we was all a little bit more aggressive when we took that, and then when we weren't taking that and still drinking, it was more of laid back laughing, more laughs. But when you took it, it was like, yo, I'm a little bit more aggressive. So when you recognize, yo, that's what it is, you stop taking shit like that. So it's supposed to help you, huh? It was supposed to help you, but instead it make you more aggressive. Yeah, so it helped with the, so it helped it helped with the hangover, but the kick was you became more aggressive, as it it, it intensified the drunkness. So, however you are as a drunk, it just made it that much more. Ah. So if you freaky, it made you more freaky. Yeah, aggressively. <laughs> aggressively. I should say. See, that was gonna be my question. Was it a good aggressive or was it a bad aggressive? Because, you know, if it was a good aggressive being bedroom-wise, it may would have worked out for your partner, depending on how aggressive you were. But if you wanted to be fighting and your attitude and all that, then, yeah, it's best y'all left that shit alone. Yeah, I mean, some people are mean drunks, you know what I'm saying? I'm a laid-back. Uh-huh. I'm a laid-back drunk, and sometimes, I, you know, I let, I let a lot more shit ride when I'm drunk. But on that, for some odd reason, I wouldn't let shit go. I was like, nah, we could argue this shit. So uh-huh. it was called Right Aid. I think it was something like that, something Aid. But it was in a blue, it was in a blue bottle. It was in a blue and white bottle or a red and white bottle, one of the two. That's okay. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta pay attention to yourself. Like we, we, if we gonna govern ourselves or uh, we gonna govern other people, we need to govern ourselves too. We need to know. Like, nah, I ain't like the way I was. And the beauty is we had I was recorded, so <laughs> so we can tell, like, oh yeah, that ain't, that, ain't, that ain't the way that we normally are. I mean, we was all aggressive. Oh wow. Yeah. You can tell. I'm like, nah, she ain't she ain't like that. I ain't like that. He ain't like that. You know. So it's well, just I'm, I'm glad you stop using it. Hmm? You trying it and some other people tried it that you know, and that was the effect that all of you determined. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it wasn't just the one off, and it was you. It was pretty much all of oh, you yeah. that tried it. It was yeah. all of us, yeah. All of us that tried it, and, and you saw it right in. I mean, you can see even like like I said, it was, because it was recorded. It was you, you can see where after a certain period of time, you even heard the voices change, and then even the tones changed. You know what I'm saying? And you can like, oh no, that ain't. 
It's like, I'm going to double down and I'm going to stay in here. Like, oh, like somebody turning into a lawyer type shit. Like, I feel like, no, nah, I'm passionate. They passion just came through and, you know, overtook. They need to put some disclaimers on that bottle if it's not right. doing that. May uh, may alter your behavior, right? May may intensify what you what you're trying to come. Down. You're trying to come down from being drunk, but may intensify intensify your drunk habits. Yeah, because you drink you drink it before the before you start drinking, and then yeah. Oh, I thought it was afterwards you drink this. This is something you drank before you started drinking. Yeah. So, you oh, so that's when you know you were still to have a go in night. Yeah. Oh yeah, you want you you want to do something. Um, I know I know my Spanish homie. He, I know my Spanish homie. Tell me, you know, you gotta get the tomato juice, the clamato, and then whatever you're going to be drinking with it, mm-hmm. you pour that in there and drink it together. So if you know you're gonna be drinking brown liquor, uh, it's the tomato, whatever lime clamato, whatever it's called, and then you pour in. The brown liquor that you're gonna be drinking, and then you take a cup of that, and then you good, and that uh, uh that'll help ease your that'll help ease your hangover in the morning. But he said that you have to only drink brown. But if you get it to mixing, it ain't gonna it ain't really gonna do nothing. See, that's the problem. That's been the problem here lately. You've been mixing. You've been a mixologist, man. Well, <laughs> we don't got no, we don't got no answers for you. Can't help you with the mix. Not by choice, not by choice. It's like here, drink this, here, drink this, here, drink. But you yeah. still turn, you still turn. One night, night I had vodka, I had um, crown, I had cavatier, and Hennessy. Hmm. How you gonna finish? The, how you gonna finish them all off? Well, let's just say I think it's about to be another situation today. Last night was a little mild. Tonight I'm a little nervous. And then I think the girls and I are going to meet up tomorrow. I'm just waiting for confirmation. We're going to meet up for brunch tomorrow. You going to cut up at brunch too? Shit, why not be a pirate? I'm not a driver. Be a pirate. Be a pirate on a Sunday. Hey, like Jocelyn's song say, uh, do it like it's your B day. <laughs> Have y'all heard that song? <laughs> I, I hate the song, but it's so addictive once you listen to it. You got to find it and play it. <laughs> Where's it go? Do it like it's your what day? B day. That's how, that's how she sounds. <laughs> mm. But it's like birthday songs. So look it up. It's Jocelyn mm. and she be like, do it like it's your B day. And it's so addictive. <laughs> But it sounds mm. terrible because of course Charles is terrible. But it's hilarious. I gotta play it for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. So yeah, just do it like it should be there. Yeah. <laughs> do it like it should be there. See now I'm gonna have to go jam to it. What's the name of the song? <laughs> I was she over there trying to pull it up now. <laughs> I mean, she probably ain't got that many songs. Uh. Uh, oh, oh, it's called Live Your Best Life. Do it like it should be that job ring. But yeah, so it comes up as Live Your Best Life for the parentheses. Do it like it should be that. I can't hear it. You playing it? Yeah, come on now. Come on, Dad. I told y'all. I didn't say it was too 
It's only two minutes and 25 seconds. I said it was addictive. I don't like the, I like this artwork, though. She's like some green and some, I don't know what's going up her leg. Boy, your best like do it like it's my baby. 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 Do it like it's my like it should be this. It's gonna be a hard pass. Let me let me put a thumbs yeah. down on this. <laughs> That's gonna be it. Go ahead and like it so it can pop up in your rotation. No, no, I got a nice little uh, rotation going right now. Oh, you do? Oh hell you yeah! Do? Hell is yeah. it is it one of them rotations like where you can share it? You know, how you can share your playlist on certain platforms. Mm-hmm. Oh well, then you need to share it with me because you know I be stuck in the nineties sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a, 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 a hectic, um, like a hella side playlist in which, about mm, two months. Which I need. What, what, I need. What, what, what I know you need to you need to make me uh, turn up, celebrate, kick it is everything playlist. But what y'all on though? Because I like I like YouTube music. But I know that like I, I like YouTube music, but um, I I think I'm about to get this Apple Music. Uh, I think I'm about to switch over to Apple Music. But I like YouTube music just because it ain't no. Just because I got the uh YouTube Premium, and I don't like uh mm-hmm. all the ads and shit when I'm watching my YouTube. So I have Spotify. Mm. I have Spotify, but I still listen to YouTube music. But I get the ads. Cause I'm too cheap. See what I like about YouTube. Yeah. What I like about YouTube music, uh, I can send a playlist to somebody else, and then I can give them uh, access to add music to it. And I've been doing that uh, here lately. I got a '90s, uh, I got a '90s R&B battle going off. Like, yo, you add a song, I, I add a song. Yeah, I'm gonna need that one. I'm gonna need right, that right. We need I that one. Got one. I already got a full like hundred and some song one that I jam like every day. <laughs> But maybe I may hear something that ain't on mine, and I, you know I can go in there and just add it to mine. Yeah, it's dope. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Going back and forth. Yo, what you got? What you got? What you got? Yeah, I, I, I hit them with the one hit wonders. You know what I'm saying? Changing faces. They don't even know about that. Man, you ready for that? <laughs> Somebody had a post, and it was like, "What you vibing to? What you got on repeat?" And I was reading the comments, and I would go like, "Play them songs," and if I liked it. I, I ended up adding a few new ones to my list, you know, by doing it. So, yeah, we need to share some some music because I need some new trap music. I'm always <laughs> down for some old R&B. And um, like I say, I usually just listen to my 90s mix. So I definitely can use some, some 90s, early 2000s, some, some brandy, some TLC, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I need some new stuff. Gotta listen. Gotta, gotta listen hard. Gotta listen real hard. I was on yeah, my Drew Hill. The other, I was on my Drew Hill kick the other night. People, tell yo, me what you want. Yo, I, I, I don't know. I know they want to do a versus with somebody, but uh, whoever do a versus with them, they better come with it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Won't nobody do now with them. Yo, they, they got, they are. Yo, I used to listen yeah. to that album into the Drew. Um, when it came out, I used to listen to that and play. And play uh Sim Tower, and yo, I would have it on repeat. And next thing I know, like I mean, I got to the hundredth level on Sim Tower, 
just by listening mm-hmm. to that damn album like on repeat but it was dope like <laughs> okay see i got a couple of drew hills on there but now you're gonna make me have to go and download the whole album just to yo, make sure i ain't missing nothing yo they they gonna whoever go up against them is gonna have a long night that's all i'm saying I ain't even talking because oh. they e- even on their later CDs, they got some stuff. But that into the Drew, yo. Into the Drew, one second. I'm telling you, I've been listening for some new music, something I can ride to. When you have your little road trips, like I don't care if people stay awake with me. I'm one of them drivers. Like, let me get my music how I want it. I don't care what you do. You go to sleep. Let me get my gum, my little lip chat, my little put my drink, get my stuff handy. You can go to sleep, and I'm just gonna ride out and cruise. Yeah, and see what I what I noticed is like sometimes like uh, YouTube will put what like my YouTube music is they'll put certain uh, playlists together for you. So like mm-hmm. for me, uh, it says like my super mix, my mix one, all the way down to like oh, shit. How many is this? Uh, seven. So it gives me seven. It gives me seven, plus a super mix and then a replay mix. So the ones that I replay the most, uh, mm-hmm. and they be breaking it down by the different genres or whatnot. So I got one where like it's just what I call my ride home music. So it'll be like tracks. It'll be uh, hold on, let me see. I'm gonna tell you. It be tracks like the remorse, like outro outro type of uh tracks like because uh drake got some dope ass outro tracks where you just be like yeah you can ride home to this uh it got some come through i got some ty dollar song <laughs> ty dollar sign on her uh shit some chameleon it just be like them slaps where you just be like yeah this this is what it is Need a road trip. Look, I'm feeling a road trip. Like, like road, hey, yo, road you, trip is gonna you be You play late. your, you play your, your music for an hour. You, you want to hear what you got going for an hour with you, and you like. Yeah. I have a whole new playlist by the time me and I get out the car. <laughs> Listen, because my playlist, uh, let's see, some my mix two right now. It's uh, it's nothing but it's fifty songs of R and B, right? And the first one is Joe Lavert, baby, hold on to me. Anthony Hamilton, mm-hmm. best of me. <laughs> Usher, this is what it's made for. LSG, door number one. Tyrese, what I'm going to do. Jodeci, stay. Yo, come on now. Okay. Silk, I, I, I need gave to it to add that Gerald Levert. Yo. Mm-hmm. What's that? Uh, yeah. Uh, Silk, I gave to you. Avant, you and I with Kiki. I love fucking Kiki Wyatt. I don't, she crazy mm-hmm. as shit, but I love her. Uh huh. Man, I don't know if I mean I'm a big Anthony Hamilton fan, so. Me too. Come on home, Charlene. <laughs> yeah, that uh that that album that he made to his wife after he cheated and all of that shit that uh that was hard. That was a hard album. One. Which tell, album was that? Uh, is that the Charlene album? Nah, that's the first one. Um. I don't want to um, play it. I, can say, I didn't even know he had one where where that was. I don't be knowing about his personal life. I just be listening to his music. Yeah, he had messed up. I didn't know he had one like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he, he had messed up or whatnot. And Poe Anthony. Poe Anthony. He, he ain't know no better. Yeah, I think I seen him on Uncensored. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I seen him on there. And he was talking on there. But he had he had some good stuff. Uh, but have yeah. y'all heard that one guy? I seen him more so on... Um, a lot of people singing his um, singing a song on. Well, I don't think he's new. He's he's new to me. 
uh, what is it? Is it Sean Neal? Nealis or something like that? Who? The song is called Love Me. Sean, song called Love Me. Yeah, I think that's his name. I have to check that out. And, you know, uh, I like a new tune. Right. The uh, album. I've seen it, him on uh, TikTok. I don't know. Uh, uh, a guy was singing the song, but then I looked up the song, and it's called Love Me. Mm, I don't know about that. Mm. That Anthony Hamilton song is called, uh, that album is called Point of It All. Oh, okay. I like the song Point of It All, but I ain't never listened to oh, the whole album. That, that whole album, I think I've replaced that about two or three times. Listen, that's, 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 that, that's, that's, how, that's how, hey, I fucked up. I need to get my wife back. That's how you do that album. Mm-hmm. Robin, oh, they that together? Yeah. That Robin Thicke album uh-huh. that he did for Paula Patton. That uh, I'm sorry, baby. That yeah, no, that's not how you do it. Go listen to Anthony Hamilton. Point of it all, you'll get it back. Yeah, I like Anthony's point of it all. Like I said, I like the Charlene one. Like that whole album, I about can rock to all the songs on there. Collard Greens, Cornbread, I let that whole album do oh, yeah. it too. Um, I I like the John Legend. I like one of his older albums too. The first that I can one. like rock to. Yep, I can rock to like the whole whole thing. Called Get Lifted. Yep, that's the one. Kim is my guy. I like him too. Kim. Kim is cool. Kim is cool. Chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, he's saying some baby. Look, you ain't got a lot of me. You gotta listen to you gotta you gotta listen to <laughs> black yeah, too yeah. though. You gotta listen to black. Black be on some real shit too. Okay. It's like a six, then it's it's like a six, then uh black, but just black. He he, he dope. Black like DLACK. Yeah, but it's gonna be like a six. Okay. Though. I knew you weren't talking about the little girl group. <laughs> they used to be out of the 90s called Black. That's why I was like, uh, never. Let me just come from because I just don't think that's 90 song. <laughs> I yeah. just don't think that's one of his jams. Yeah, no. It's spelled with a six. It's like with a six, though. I think uh, you gotta. I think when you put them in, I think you gotta do like six then lack. But it's it's called his name is Black, which is I guess that's just his way of being different. Yeah, so you gotta put the six in. Okay. Well, yeah, we gotta change. We gotta uh, swap up and share some playlists and stuff like that. Oh no, I got a game. Remember that I told y'all like we all gotta play. Oh yeah, next time we get together. Yeah, so we'll we'll that that'll. We ain't gonna share playlists to the end because I don't want nobody saying I'm cheating because you know I'm always getting the cheating, getting accused of cheating on the game night. So I'm gonna you just save your little playlist till we Five play the hearts. game so that it's all fair. Five of hearts is so all I gotta say. All, so that it's all fair. Five of hearts. Fair. Because I don't want no problems with y'all. But it's a music game, so you don't need your music. But we gotta get some more people because we gotta have some judges and stuff too. So. Okay. We it can't just be, you know. We gotta we gotta have a few more people that you know we we selected. So okay. yeah, <laughs> we gotta yeah. see how we can increase our crew <laughs> or for this for this type of game. But yeah, uh, that's what I want us to play next time, y'all. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Y'all got anything else? Because I mean, I think I'm good on this end. Oh, listen to some music. Yeah, we we had to tone it down to get it light. So I'm I'm in a good do it like it should be day place now. So I kind of just want to stay there. <laughs> do, it, do it like it should be day. <laughs> so I'm back in back heavyweight. I try to do look. 
Is she ready to go get? Is she ready to go get turned? No, is she yeah, ready to go get turned? She don't get turned. I just kind of want. I want to mm-hmm. stay in. I want to stay in my little joy. Like it should be day like. So, <laughs> so yeah, y'all be easy out there. Those y'all take me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with y'all. Like, what, what you want me to say? I'm done. I just know. Yeah, you know. If I stay safe, you know. Yeah, yeah. Be easy, breezy, right? Be easy. Be easy. Suck it, sleazy. You know how to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been another episode. All of that. All of that. All of that. Right, right. Oh, it's that podcast. I am Lisa. I'm nerdy, and Issa somewhere back there. (laughs) (laughs) Issa back there somewhere. But I'm I'm nerdy though. I'm gonna let you know that. And we out this bitch.